Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Shay Saturdays. Um, I know I missed last week and I apologize, but your girl's busy, so I've been, you know, working non-stop. I have a big goal to accomplish um, mid-year, so I'm working hard to get that done, which kind of messed up my recording for last week, but I am going to give you two episodes back-to-back, so you'll get one this Saturday and then you'll get one next Saturday. Uh, this Saturday, I have my special guest back. Who are you going by today? Because I think um, last time in the romance episode, I kind of gave up your nickname. So they kind of know that part already. So um, you might as well just go by the nickname because they know. Okay. Okay. So Cheese is here. <laughs> Cheese is here. And we are, um, again, just like we did in the dating episode, kind of just going to see where it flows and see how it goes. Uh, this episode is about healing and the funniest thing is I brought this topic up to her, um, just asking her, because she was going to be here anyway, asking her if she wanted to record, and she was like, yeah, I'm down. And when I told her the topic, she was, like, really interested um, and mentioned that, you know, she was feeling um, kind of, I guess, the same way I was feeling a little bit. Um, we haven't really gotten into it. So I guess this will be, like, us finally figuring out where the hell we are in life. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not even sure I have a full answer for that, but I can tell you what I've been working through so far. Um, so we'll get into that. And of course, I'll tell you about music at the end. And yeah, we'll end it. So I wanted to do healing mostly because I just turned 24. My Ooh. birthday was on um, February 26th and we celebrated a little bit more today with brunch. Yes. And bottomless bellinis, <laughs> bottomless mimosas. mimosas. Good ass um, time. Um, and I wanted to do this episode, well, this topic in general, because I have been thinking about it as my birthday was approaching and trying to figure out, you know, what will be my next goal. And in that, I wanted to be very clear with myself and not so much do okay i have a goal of you know a career goal or a relationship goal or a fitness goal or anything um i wanted to do something that i felt like was more holistic and so i felt that i needed to dedicate this year to my healing and that would be healing in all aspects so it would be healing in my um, physical journey. It would be healing in my spiritual journey. Um, so I wanted to do that. So I asked myself a couple of questions. And one of the questions I asked myself starting this was, what does it take to heal? And that's something I really just sat on for a second because I had no idea. I was like, you know, maybe I was thinking of physical ways of doing it. Like, okay, like physical ways to heal. I could go and purchase a couple of therapy sessions or um, I could buy. um, I don't have to buy a membership. I work at a gym, so I don't have to buy a membership. But, you know, like, you know, I was thinking of buying things and thinking of using my money to get these things in order for me to heal. Um, But I also came up with, finally, um, a couple things that would help in order to heal. And so the first thing I wrote wrote is courage. And 
um, the courage to put myself in an uncomfortable position because I feel like that's a lot of what's going to take for me to heal is putting myself in a situation that I'm not super comfortable in. I am super adaptable. That is something I learned about myself. And so I'm not too... Um, I'm not worried about how I will adapt to new situations, but I'm worried about taking that first step into a new situation. Um, and then the next thing I thought of was strength. Um, trying to basically talk to, tell myself that you are a lot stronger than you think you are. Cause honestly, a lot of times I feel like, yo, you don't like, I, I doubt myself and I'm like, you don't got it in you to, yeah. you know, the take endurance. that next. Yeah. The endurance. Like, I feel like I don't have that in me to take the next step sometimes, even though I feel like a lot of people who know me, um, will think I have this like rough exterior, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's, it's not that it's a facade, but it's the way that I want the world to see me. I want the world to see that I'm not taking shit, that I am a person who can endure a lot. Um, but sometimes deep down, I feel like I can't. But not only that you're that they see that you're not taking shit, but knowing that you're not taking shit. Right. You know, because people be like, oh, she's a pushover. I'm going to just fuck with her. Nah, bitch, I'm going to clap back on that ass. Right, like, exactly. You know? So... Um, another thing I came up with, um, was a great support system. So just reevaluating the people that I have in my life and, um, I guess categorizing them, not in a way that I'm using them, but understanding, you know, who's really here for me, who's really got my back, who's really there when I'm like down and out and feeling like the situation we talked about earlier with that person Mm -hmm. and how I was feeling and how I didn't at the time I didn't feel like I could talk to anybody Mm -hmm. and so I kind of just shut down I was going to work I was coming home I was going you know showering getting ready for bed and going to sleep and getting up and going to work the next day but this whole time I'm hurting like the thing is sometimes although you want to talk to people you need to have a moment to process it yourself first right before you get that secondhand opinion you know just so you can be you can know what exactly you need to do but you go talk to somebody first before you actually really try to process it yourself and you can end up screwing yourself over and in because you listen to that person because it made sense at that time because right. it's kind of like what you what you wanted to hear you know so i don't i don't feel like that's nothing wrong there was nothing wrong with you doing that you needed that right and i i do feel like that is something i worked through a little bit um, I do feel a lot better and I have been, even with that situation, I've been, um, still taking a step back and reevaluating. So it's, it's probably sounds like me and cheese are having a little insider right now, but basically, um, like I, I have to be super transparent about this, but I was in a relationship for a while and actually almost a year yeah Yeah, it was almost a year and um this relationship yeah took it took off really quick it didn't it started off as something that was really quick like I was the way we met like was super like out of my norm I guess like I was just um I was on a kick where I was starting to do things alone and um I met this person and we just like we hit it off so well that it was like, 
it was strange. Like, it was kind of strange. Like, it wasn't something... Yeah, it wasn't something I thought that would happen. And then my sensitive ass, (laughs) I fell very, very quick. But also this person fell quick. Um, And if you guys are into, like, astrology and stuff, we're, we're both Pisces. So, and he, yeah. How does that work with y'all? Like, it was, you got date each other? I don't know. I feel like we should be a match made. Like, my best friend and ultimately the person who I think is my soulmate is a Pisces. That's Quavo. Like, I feel like she's, like, she's so lit. And she's a March Pisces. I'm a February Pisces. And um, we always joke that we're soulmates. Like, I really feel like she is. Mm-hmm. And... Soulmates doesn't always have to be intimately. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So when it comes to that, I feel like, you know, my best friend is my soulmate. And it's funny because our um, thing is always symbolized by two fish, like, um, swimming, like, in a flow together. And we're... That couple, the the thing I was in, was a March-February-Pisces connection. And so... You know, it worked really well, but at the same time, we fell really, really quick and, like, just talking about marriage and stuff. And I feel like you guys probably found each other in a vulnerable state differently, you know? Super. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that's another reason why um, we kind of just fell so quickly and just was all about each other. Um, but then, of course, later on, it just wasn't... I don't know. It wasn't really working (laughs) it wasn't really working so that's i'll end that that whole section there um but yeah back to support systems finding that support system that i need um and going through different things because i feel like i could have called on somebody Mm -hmm. for help um to talk to about that whole situation i feel like i talked to people here and there but again it was me talking with my hard exterior on, it was like, you know, fuck him. It was, you know, it was like, oh yeah, but like, I don't really care. But not really getting to the nitty gritty of being heartbroken about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even today, how I, there was a, a new piece to the story that you guys right. found out. Like, that was just something I didn't want. Didn't feel right. I didn't want to say, but I was like, you know what? Like, I am working on being a little more transparent. Um... Just because I also have certain people who think that I think that I'm perfect. And so I feel like in combating that, I'm starting to be a little more transparent so that people understand that I am also fucking struggling, you know? Like, I don't have it super easy, um, as people think. Um, So, yeah, I want to be... I feel like with that, it's just... Not me, honestly, the way I think is I don't feel like I need to correct anybody on their assumptions, but at the same time, I'm trying to be more open with my vulnerability and stop trying to big up everybody else. Right. Like I'm spreading myself very thin and I'm always trying to pour from my cup to help others. But like they keep saying, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So like that could literally literally mean anything, you know? Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm laughing and smiling, but guess what? Like, I need somebody to talk to, too. But exactly. At the same time, do not let anybody tell you that keeping things to yourself is always bad, because it's not. 
I feel like you find yourself more and truly when you're alone than when you have other people around. And I've, I've felt that um, both physically and spiritually. So I've been doing a lot of things alone, um, especially here in Stanford. I feel like this is the, I've been more alone in Stanford than I've been in my entire life. Yeah. And it's been helpful because I have learned the things that I can tolerate, the things I cannot tolerate, um, things that I can push myself to do alone, mm-hmm. such as going to a nightclub by myself. I said, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and just things I couldn't. And then spiritually, I feel like I just had, you know, more time to spend with myself. And there are times where I'm walking down the block and I'm like, I'm so in my own world. I know where I'm going. I'm like, I'm, I'm physically here, but mentally I'm so yeah. like just into myself and talking. Like you were, like, and, I'm right. I'm like, like wondering, like by the time I know I'm at work and I'm like, oh shit, like I'm at work mm-hmm. now. Um, and then I, you know, of course you get into that mode of being at work. Um, so it's been very interesting and I do feel that I do like having that moment, um, to myself. And I feel like that's been a piece of my healing as well. Just understanding that um, you can do things alone. You can be alone and not feel lonely. Yes. Because I never feel lonely alone. Never. Ever. <laughs> like, I feel just fucking fine. And so... Perfect. I have no problem with it. Um, one of the last things was determination. And... I'm a pretty determined person, but I do, I have to admit that I have not felt very determined since I've moved here. I feel like my determination and my drive, um, has dropped significantly since I've gotten here. a person who grew up here, I don't feel like, Stanford's not horrible, but I honestly don't feel like it's some place where you can grow and like certain aspects, I just feel like everything is very one-sided. Certain things, you know, there's another topic I want to bring up, but it's not really about this. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like that caters and plays into that as well. I just don't feel like Stanford is anything positive. Okay. Really, it's not to, not to me. And you know, I'm a little biased because I really don't want to be here anymore. But at the same time, realistically speaking, I don't feel like there's anything, you know, to get out of this anymore. You know. Okay. Here. So I, I definitely understand what you're coming from. Um, I feel like I don't not that okay, so I'm an outsider looking in basically. And I don't think that there's no growth here. I just think there's no growth for me. And I I don't see growth for you either, honestly. Knowing you and having known you since we were what, fifteen, sixteen? Yeah. It's not it. This is not it. Um and that's okay. So it's like, that's another thing I've been coming to terms with and understanding that, you know, you, me specifically, um, I came here right after graduation. I feel like there were things here that I needed to put to rest or um, hash out or figure out or get into. I've met amazing people here. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I've met Yolanda here, like... That's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I've met Yolanda here. <laughs> I've met Kathy here. I've met Rennie here. Like, I've met really, really amazing, um, kind-spirited people here. But 
for the amount of time that I've been here and then the experience of the, that I've had here is not as grand as I, I guess I expected it to be. Yeah. That's one thing you have really high hopes for and it just... Super. Yeah. And I, I think, I don't know if you remember me, like when I first got here and I'm no, like, like just so yeah. interested, like just so like willing and happy and just you determined. You even and looked up the fucking Stanford website. I did. <laughs> I did. I looked up, I wanted to know what was happening and I was just so like interested in being in this new town and like it's not there anymore. And so I guess... Like, I guess I'll take this time to let you guys know that I'm moving back to New York. Um, I've decided to move back home and go live my best life at, in my home. So. I'm not going to flex. I used to laugh at y'all before when I used to talk about how great New York is. Even though I low-key knew that, I really see that shit now. <laughs> like, That's because we took that ass to K-Town. <laughs> Not K Town was it though. K Town's so lit. Like shout out to K Town. Um, so yeah, and the last thing was determination. And then um, some of the things I was like saying and talking through to myself is like, at what cost? Like, what do you have to sacrifice in order to heal yourself? Um, a big reason why I would like to ultimately heal myself is I know this is not going to be a one day thing it's not going to be a one year thing and I've been um thinking about that too because I had this goal of being healed by 25 by you know by my quarter century I'm like I want to be a true adult I want to be healed of my childhood trauma I want to be healed of current trauma I want to be healed of all the bullshit that I've been going through in the past 24 years of my life, that shit needs to be gone and erased by the time I'm 25, but that's not realistic. And the reason why I say that's not realistic is because you're trying to do, undo, rather, 24 years. Well, still 23. I've only been 24 for like three days. <laughs> but <laughs> you're trying to do, undo, I keep saying do, undo 23 years of damage in a year and that's not fair to yourself because you're then you know you become right the quick fix they don't last long and so i wanted to do this because of course going back home i do have new goals that i want to accomplish and also i'm thinking about children now not that i'm having children anytime fucking soon but (laughs) <laughs> Mama Raya <laughs> about to pull up. I actually like that. Um, <laughs> I got you, too. Um, you know, thinking about that and thinking about bringing children in this world or being in a super, super serious relationship with somebody when I haven't even taken the time out to fully assess what the fuck I'm going through is unfair to anybody around me. Um, so I, that's the reason why I really wanted to do it. And I have to understand that it's going to take long. It's going to cost something. So it may cost my some of my friends. Um, the ones who can't handle it. You know, like the ones who can't handle it. And that's not their fault. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault that they can't handle me in my healing moments. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it's, it happens. 
and Shit it's okay. Because life is going to keep going. That's the crazy thing. Life is always going to keep going. And is, so, it's at one, what point do I have to stop catering to your feelings so I can finally get my shit together? Right. You know, I understand that you are upset and you don't understand where I'm coming from, but I know what the fuck I have to do for myself. Exactly. And I can't keep explaining myself to somebody who doesn't get it or who doesn't want to get it or whatever, you know, the right. situation is, you know? So it's just, it, it's going to happen. <laughs> Whether you want it to or not, it's going to happen. Because I need to do it for myself. And I have to admit, I have really great people around me, like you. Thank you. Um, who either will be going through the same shit at the same time. Not the exact same stuff, but like mm-hmm. in the same realm of things at the same time. So we get it. Or they've been going through it or they're just um they just get it you know like they can understand that I could be going through shit or you know there's some people who also just don't see past my facade and that's not their problem you know that's not their fault either because it's like you're putting up the facade and you know like you're putting up that wall exactly you can't I can't fault people for not seeing past that facade if I'm not being transparent. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, one of my words this year. Because remember, I think last year, my 23rd year, my word was subjective. <laughs> I was Everything is subjective. I was so on that. And I think time, time is not... Yo, don't get me started with that. All right? Time is really not real. And I keep saying that. And it's so true. Time is not real. Time is, time is changing this weekend, isn't it? Yeah, I think Not so. Not real. How y'all decide that? <laughs> y'all decided this week. All right. Yo, longest summer, though. I'm here for it. Um, But yeah, like, I... This year, the word is transparency. And that's what I'm trying to be. Because at the same time, I don't know how many people I'm reaching with this podcast or um, how many people I'm just reaching in life. Because I, I do talk to people and I, I realize the way I talk to people is different. Like, yeah. I am a little more open. I'm always, I've always been personable. I've always been easy to connect with. But I feel like now there's a little bit more that I'm doing in terms of being open, being transparent, and being honest you know, with myself and others. You know, it's funny, though. Since I've been working at Target and my new boss who took over a couple months ago, she's always talking about how she's such a transparent person. And, like, nobody likes her. But I fuck with her so much because she's straight to the point. Play hard or work hard, play hard. You know, mm-hmm. you get this done, you do this for her, you do that, da 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 da. She rewards you, like, regardless, you know. She's very open if you're open with her type shit, you know. Right. And people don't like that. But I don't know. I, I feel like transparency is very, very easy. And I guess it's not for, you know, the sensitive people. Yo, okay. Also, another thing I've realized, well, not realized, but like have been more open about is the fact that I'm sensitive as fuck. I'm so sensitive and like, I'm the type, I take things personally, even though you'll never see it. I will take things personally. I will hold on to things. Um, But again, that facade will never show that I'm feeling away because I don't, it's just not in me. I don't know what it is. It's not in me to let people 
see me in a vulnerable state, even though I'm such a sensitive person. Nah, I, I can't let you see it. Because I feel like if I let you see it, I got to beat you up. Like, <laughs> no, no. Okay, this is when we are on the same page. Because that's how I think. Like, why did you take me there? Right. Now I'm crying, so now I got to make you now cry. I make you <laughs> like, like no. I feel like, I don't know. Like, I... I'm still not there. And that's a part of my healing process is understanding how sensitive I am and understanding how to navigate my sensitivity in certain situations. And I realized that a lot of the reason why I get so fucking frustrated is just because I have been treated in ways that I would never treat somebody. Exactly. And so that always takes me a step back. Because I'm just like, really? Now I gotta shoot you. Like, <laughs> now I gotta shoot you. Like, really? You really did that? Like, come on. Um, I don't. I have. I'm working on that. So that is something I'm definitely trying to. That's so hard, though. It is. It's super hard because you really have to be like. You really. I don't know. Like. I don't even. I don't even want to say you have to be a strong person or, like you. I feel like you have to be one That's of those. Like it is what strong. it is. You know those yeah. people who are like it is what it is. I'm not that person. Like it's not it is what it is. I need an explanation mm-hmm. for why you treated me that way. For why you decided to do that. I need an explanation for everything. And sometimes, and sometimes I'm the type of person who I need an explanation. I need closure. I need. I need. I need. Mm-hmm. And I'm working on being the person who doesn't give a fuck. Who's, all right, you did that shit to me. Thank you. Like, you did that shit to me. Cool. Thank you. Good night. Like, have a good one. Instead of being like, nah, let's sit here and let's talk about it. Because I am, like... Oh, I'm not that type of person. Too worried. I'm too worried about sitting here and trying to understand why the fuck you are the way you are. The thing is, like, for me, my thing is, I am such a... I feel like I'm a really nice person. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't get me wrong, I do have my ways. I can be a little fucked up, but 98% of the time, I'm really nice. And I try to be understanding. I'm always kind to people, you know? And it's just like, my entire life, I have been shitted on, like, OD. Especially because I'm, I'm fat, you know? I'm bomb as fuck, though, now. But still. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so with that, and then, like, shit just progressed and, like, added up to other things. And it's just like, people again assume things and then me because i've grown up with that 24 years okay i'm like fuck you fuck you i don't care what you have to say about me i don't care about this i grew up not caring at all you know so it's like there's nothing you can say to me right now that would hurt my feelings right so like literally it takes something very very serious or like a family member to offend me right I feel like we need to switch. Right. Like, you're trying to get to the I don't care part. Right. Now that I've been there for 20 okay, years, so, okay. I need to be a little caring now. So, bringing that up. So, a lot... Okay, not a lot. But, like, I feel like a piece of my healing was... is also focused a, around body positivity and just loving my body even more. Because I do... I love my body. I've grown to love it. I've grown to love these old, like, these old chubs. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember... Like, really a time where they weren't there. So, it's like... But also, it's not something... I didn't grow up with it as a subject. 
<laughs> I didn't grow up with it being a subject. Like, yeah. so, I don't know. Like, I guess, have you made peace with that? Or is it something that you're working on healing? Or So, me, I am my worst enemy. Right, we usually are. Literally, nobody can hurt my feelings when it comes to that. I hear it all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck, you know? I honestly, truly do not care. It's something else that played into that. Okay. That bothers me. You know, other people talking about me, calling me fat or whatever, that doesn't bother me. It's just something that made me think that I need to stay fat. Got it, okay. If that makes sense, you know? Right. It's like, it's, you know what? The thing is, and the craziest, craziest thing is I have not felt this my whole life, but I think the past few months I have been feeling it and it's a bit of like body, um, what's the word? Dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. Um, just feeling like I don't look good feeling, you know, feeling certain things. And so again, another piece that I had to put into my, like I'm building a whole fucking healing package right now. Right. Um, the whole dysmorphia thing is very, very new to me. It's something that's only been happening in the past couple months. And I think, um, a lot of it was, and I am super ashamed to say this, but again, working on my transparency, I feel like it did come from relationships and I feel like it came from guys. Um, you know, just hearing what they want to see and hearing, you know, what, what, seeing what turns them on, like, especially don't ever, first of all, I made the fucking mistake of asking a guy what kind of porn he was into big mistake and so (laughs) asking a guy anything is a big mistake first of all but that especially was a a huge mistake and it wasn't specifically that um but it was like just that and then other things and just the realm of things and um being with a guy who kind of tried to tell me like hey I want to see you in this I want to see you in this pose like him trying to handle me like annoyed the shit out of me but then at the same time it kind of got me like oh shit like maybe you should like doll up a little more you never wear makeup you never wear a skirt it's fucking cold though Shreya (laughs) Shreya's cold like why why are you trying to wear a skirt it's cold Shreya like (laughs) let's go like come on so (laughs) I'm telling you I have conversations with myself like this like girl what you doing it's cold like you don't want to do that, you know? And again, this is more of a recent thing, but it's something that I have to put into my healing package so that I'm not saying I still have it. It happened a mm-hmm. couple months ago. It happened more recently at, um, it's like sporadic. yeah, it's like, it's been sporadic. It's been popping up, but it's something that I want to know how to deal with when it comes up again. Do you know what I do? I look at my good pictures. Okay. I look at the pictures that I've taken that I'm like, yo, I look good as fuck in this picture. I'm like, okay, bitch, you good. You look real good here. Right. You can do it again. The hell? You did it before. You can do, do it, it again. again. <laughs> like, nah, like, you look That's a fact. That's a fact. Know? And my thing is, especially when it comes to, like, males and, like, the opposite sex or whatever, even more so now, and I've just come to terms with this this year, after New Year's, you know. Mm-hmm. When I made a big leap in my life. New year, new me. Not that ass. It was a new year, new me. No, new year, 
younger me because it was how I was when I was younger. You know, I wasn't embarrassed to do things. I wasn't embarrassed to say certain things. And I was just like, and I was just basically like, I missed that about myself, you know? Right. Why do I have to be self-conscious and my sexuality and blah, 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 just because I'm big or just because of this? F that. This is how I feel. I'm going to tell somebody. I'm going to let that person know. And if they don't like me because of whatever reason, because I'm fat, because of this, who cares? Somebody's going to like me. And you know, honestly, people associate fat with ugly. That's true too. Which gets me tight because bitch, I'm fat, but I am not ugly. <laughs> okay? I heard. And like I a heard. lot of people, you know, do like shoot their shot at me, but it's just, I don't. We know. Shut up. <laughs> and it's like, I don't like them, so I don't really pay attention to it. Right. Which is, which like, is like, again, back to my 23rd year word of yeah. um, subjective, like, Beauty is subjective. Ugly is subjective. Very. You know? So it's, it's like... the eye of the beholder. Exactly. Um, so, I guess I, I kind of want to wrap up. I feel like this episode has been a little longer than usual, but we haven't talked last week, so I have some shit to say. A um, couple things that I just wanted to talk about. Actually, now nah, we may go a little bit longer. <laughs> we may I go... Mean, I, got I, more, I got more to say, but... Um, just wanted to go over just the things I've been feeling and um one of the biggest things is I've been feeling like giving up not in a suicidal way not Mm -hmm. in like I can't you know I I can't bear to live anymore but giving up wow you know what I'm glad I said this out loud because now that I say it out loud it's like what giving up what what the fuck are you giving up Give it up trying. Right. But like trying literally. what? Trying what? So, I'm I'm currently in my field. I work in the my chosen field. I have autonomy in that I live on my own mm-hmm. and I make enough money to do what it is that I want to do. Right. I have complete control over my life. So you do there's but there's something in you that's like this is not good enough. Right. And you're trying and you're really working hard at something. You may not know what it is right now, but you're really working hard at something and you're just like, fuck it. Like, I'm not getting there. I'm not seeing the results I want. I'm not seeing this. I'm just stop. Right. Okay. You don't know what it is, but you're right. just stop. Because now, that, like, sometimes when you say things out loud, you don't get it. And even though, like, I, I wrote a little bit of notes here. So I had giving up, feeling unmotivated feeling defeated, questioning your manifesting. And at the time that I wrote these notes, I was feeling that way. And mm-hmm. now that I'm currently sitting here and speaking to you all, I don't feel that way anymore, which is a huge step for me because I felt like the things that I wrote down on this paper were the that was the way I was feeling before the new year started. It's the way I felt as the new year was going on in the first you know couple days of the new year. Um, I felt that thing when things were going crazy with um, the DK Dom. <laughs> um, and then I felt that way when this this person came back into my life and we started talking again. Like, But now I don't feel it. Like, I don't know what exactly changed, but I'm happy. And the fact that I have these notes here that were here for last week's episode, but were written probably a week or more out before that 
And the fact that I could sit here now and not even know what this was referring to makes me feel good. Because it, it's, it's proof. It's proof that not that your feelings are not permanent. That, you know, things can change up for you really quick and that you cannot be feeling the same way that you felt a couple of weeks ago, like today. So that makes me very happy. And in the same breath, it gets better. So if you're feeling suicidal, just know it gets better. You know, you're not always going to feel like that. Things will look up. Just hold on just a little bit longer. I hear it. Um, the last thing, I, this will be the last thing, and then I'll talk about music. Um, what does healing look and feel like? Let's start with you. What do you think healing looks like and feels like? Um, or what acts of, what acts can you take toward your healing process? Well, for me personally, healing is acknowledging the problem. Got it. Because me, I will ignore the fuck out of something. If I don't acknowledge it, it's not real. It's not happening. I, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. So I had to acknowledge a lot of things and like come face to it. Like, listen, this is what's going wrong. Start working towards it. You know, you can't be like this forever, basically. So acknowledging, that's my main thing. Got it. And I think for right here, I have changing my number. So I changed my phone um, a couple days ago. I bought a new phone on my birthday and I finally changed it over. And one of the things I was going to do was change my number. And this is because um, I had an ex that would always pop up. Now, this is an ex from like the time I was like 15, 16. <laughs> yeah, I, I had an ex um, from the time I was like 15, 16, constantly hit me up and he would hit me up for years. So like 16 is like what? How many years ago was that? Eight. Eight years ago. Like you're still hitting me up from eight years ago. Like, why are you doing... And he has a fiancé now, and, like, he'll still... Oh, you chopped, Right. Huh? You're still hitting me up. And the thing is, it's not that I haven't blocked him. Mm-hmm. I have. It's just that my number hasn't changed from that time. Oh, really? So, he's constantly hitting me up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? New phone, new number, so I can finally get away from it. And I feel like one of the things I had to do was not run away from it, but deal with it. So I finally dealt with that situation. That was something that was like hanging over me for years now. And now that I've dealt with him and finally like, I guess put my foot down because I did have a soft spot for him a lot, especially because of the way I I broke up with him. So the way I broke up with him and um, certain things that I said as a kid, I wasn't completely happy with it. So I felt like I spent all these years trying to make that up to him by allowing him to come back whenever he felt like it. But then, of course, because he's a man, (laughs) he's a man, so it became excessive. Yes, excessive. And I finally had to um, patch that wound up and take care of him and get him out of my life. And so I did that, and I finally just said what I had to say. And so I didn't change my number like I wanted to um, because I felt like, um, I shouldn't have to. And then the best way for me to handle it was to um, be open and 
Just, just be, be transparent and say what the fuck I had to say to him. And so I did that. Um, another thing is taking charge of my accessibility. So, um, him having access to me like that, I had, I feel like I had to take charge of that. Mm-hmm. Same with other people. Like I had to be very clear on, you know, I don't want you doing this to me. I don't want you saying this to me. And I've always been that kind of person, but I feel like I, I just, you have these moments where you start slacking and you kind of just, you let it like, you let things rock, but then you got to really like show people that you're not pussy. And I really, I had to do that. Um, a lot. Gotta stay ready. <laughs> Gotta stay ready. I have, you, you taught I, me that. You see, yo, I'm, when I tell you I, I've been off, like, it's so crazy because the things that, like, even when I talk to Quavo and I, or I talk to, like, other friends and I'm telling them what I'm going through, they're like, bro, but you taught me and you mm-hmm. told me. And I'm like, yeah, like, but I feel like it's always the preacher who's going through the most shit. And that's why they have all, this is why I have all these lessons from my friends. Because these these things that I've gone through, I I never tell you guys anything I've never been through. Mm -hmm. You know, I never give you these little, like, gems unless I've been through it myself. Because how can I? Everything I tell you, everything I, like, motivate you with, it's always something that I've personally gone through and am passing on to you. Um, So, yeah. Then last thing um, was just treating myself with more care. Being more careful with myself and... Um, my feelings and self-care and not I'm not talking just bath bombs and body scrubs I'm talking about being fucking harsh to yourself Mm -hmm. something like harsh in the way that it opens your fucking eyes Mm -hmm. it helps you get where you need to go because sometimes it can't self-care is not pretty all the time it's not always babying yourself sometimes it's it's that rock hard truth that you need to hear to move forward and to yep. get your shit together. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been having to do with myself. And that's why I decided to make this year not all it's all about healing, but this is not the end all be all of my healing. It's like right. this is the first step into me healing myself, but I'm not expecting it to be completely done by the time I'm 25 anymore. Um yeah, any last things? Um, just as long as you're taking that step, there's nothing you're doing wrong. As long, well, as long as you're going in the right direction, right. I should say. You know, as long as you're trying, being true to yourself, being honest to yourself, um, you can't go wrong, honestly. I agree. Um, I gotta say fucking 20-somethings. Got me Ooh. fucked up. Woo, child, the ghetto. <laughs> Ooh. Like, seriously, and this is only the fourth year. This is only fourth year in our 20s. So it's like, we still got... That is s- the beginning. It's the beginning. Oh. We still got six more years of this. Um, and honestly, in this present moment, I'm ready for the fucking ride. Well, let me but I you, need to gear up. We, I have faith that we will have our shit together by the end of our 20s. Oh, of course. Nah, because there's some people. <laughs> on me. There's like, I know people. it's going to happen. It's just that you do sometimes just fall off your rocker. and You need that pick-me-up to... Some people can pick themselves back up. Some people need a pick-me-up team. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. But it's going to take time. Um, 
time that I'm going to take. You know? Yeah, I got the time. We what, got the time. If you're not going to invest your time in yourself, what the fuck are you going to invest it in? And I'll leave off with that. Like, yeah. that's just it. I had really had to come to that. What are you going to put your time into? Mm-hmm. You can put it into your career. Yes. You can put it into making the money. Yes. But how effective and lit is all of that shit if you're not right? Let me tell you, personally, it's not. It's not lit at all. Spreading yourself very thin and something that you're not even happy with. You know? Right. At least spread yourself thin with your passion. Exactly. Well, okay. So let's get into music really quick. Um, I have been listening to a mix of stuff. And I'm only going to spotlight two songs and then tell you about um, the concert that I went to for my birthday. So one song, Lost in Japan by Shawn Mendes. Yo, he's so cute. He's like 20. He's mad cute, mad tall. He Canadian. Is he really? He is. Wow. No, I got a thing for Canadians. You really do. Dang. I really do. I got to stop. I really do have a thing for Canadians, man. Um, But that song has been... Oh, my, my. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Nah. <laughs> All right, moving on. And then the next song is Buckshot by ASAP Rocky. I don't know if yes, I did this one. Um, but I don't know. I I had to go back to the album. I listened to it. Also because he dropped um, Kids Will Be Fine with Teo, who we're going to see in April. Hey, wait, hold up. Kids will be fine, though. You didn't tell me about this. Oh, we can watch that now. Yes. Um, Yeah, and then I went to see James Blake on the 25th. That was the day before my birthday. And I have to say, that concert was one of the best concerts that I went to in my entire life. Um... I think the second best, oh man, okay. Second best vocal wise was Magic Jordan because he was really good live. Um, like he sounded really, really well. And then performance wise, um, Chance the Rapper for the Surf Tour. But James Blake literally changed my life. Like I'm, I'm more in love with his album now. He did. A bunch of songs from the new one. I was so shook that the only song I was able to record for a couple seconds was Mile High. Um, After that, I was so mesmerized by him that I didn't even want to fucking record. I was just like, look, I'm here. I'm experiencing it. And it's going to be in my brain for as long as it's going to be there. And then that'll be it. But he did Are You In Love, which was so beautiful live. Um, He's so tall. Like, he's... He's like 6'5 or something. He's like 6'7. Don't talk about that. Um, he's 6'5 and he's just so like tall. He looks like a little, he kind of looks like an elf, like a really huge elf. I don't know. But he just like, he's amazing. And then he did Retrograde, um, which I used to watch live. Like I used to watch him um, do that song live um, on KEXP radio. For mad long. I used to watch it like nonstop. And what else did he do? He just did. Oh, he did this whole set for Voyeur, which that was the only song I really, I was so hyped to see Voyeur. Um, I don't think you'll remember it, but I'll, I'll play it for you. And 
I was like, he has to do that song because the lighting in that place was so lit. And he did, but he went in. Like, he made it a whole, like, dance thing as well. Like, he started, like, DJing shit. And I was like, okay. It was, like, it was really good. And the opener was trash, but I'm not going to get into that. Just know he was trash. I don't even know his name. Um, so I'm not really trash talking him, but he was trash. And... <laughs> And yeah, I would definitely go see James Blake again. I kind of tried to vow to myself that I wouldn't see people twice, but James Blake is one of those people that I would definitely go back and see again. Um, My only critique of the show, because of course, even though things can be perfect, there's still room for critique. Um, There was still no DJ. And I don't know if, I don't know why, but that's just been the format of shows now. And I don't know, I want to know why the concert format has changed. So I'm still looking for that answer. If you have the answer, then hit me up and let me know because I'm really interested. But yeah, so if you listen this far, I know this episode is super longer than usual, but um, we had things to say today. Um, Thank you for listening this far. And I'm going to do another episode next week um, just to get us caught up on the schedule. And... As always, I am asking your universe, your God, your rocks, your dirt, your whoever you worship for your continuous growth. Bye, y'all.